You're about to listen to a We Are LA Tech Remix episode, where we present to you a curated selection of impactful clips from previous episodes that you may have missed. And be sure to follow the links in the show notes to listen to the full episodes. I'm Alex Bloomberg, host of the podcast Startup, and you're listening to We Are LA Tech. My name is Esprit Devora, born and raised LA, and I created We Are LA Tech in 2012 to unify the community. Podcast launched in 2014, continuing to help people find the best talent, to connect with each other, to form awesome relationships. So proud of this show. Enjoy. Hey, I'm Mike Gelb. I'm the founder of The Consumer VC, a podcast about how consumer venture capitalists invest and how B2C companies grow and fundraise. I'm in Culver City. I think I've always been interested, maybe not in venture capital all my life, but always interested in consumer-facing things. So I spent a long time in music, um, which is consumer-facing, booking shows for artists, also like recording artists. And... Um, and I was always interested in, in terms of like how do you build a fan base? How do you build how do you build an audience from that perspective? Then I got interested in Amazon and started doing some private labeling on Amazon. Again, also consumer facing. And really it was during my MBA where I became really fascinated of on the venture capital side. And maybe just because of my past experience of these industries that I worked in were all consumer facing. I was much more interested in how to grow and scale a consumer company rather than a um, like enterprise uh, company. So that's really from like the consumer lens and the venture capital lens. I just thought it was so fascinating that these folks are able just to invest in such uh, early stages into these incredible companies. And I, mean, I really wanted to learn what their decision-making process was like, how they analyze brands, especially since now when we say this on the, on the podcast all the time, it's, it's easier than ever to start you know, a company, but harder than ever to build a brand because there's so much noise or so much competition. And I would love to, I this was, was fascinated in how you actually, what actually makes a brand, you know, truly successful and actually can be quite big where you can return, you know, a, a that makes sense for venture capital. Has there been someone you've come across who in the LA tech community who has really impressed you? And I know with the pandemic, it's networking is really strange, but is there a founder or a company that comes to mind that's LA based who, who really caught your attention? I would say huge shout out to Repeat. Repeat are located in a Marina Ray. They're a um, Shopify plugin. It helps online brands get repeat purchases for their products, if that makes sense. Mo- mostly focusing on consumer packaged goods brands. Starting a subscription business is really hard. I mean, non you know SaaS businesses are really. I mean, SaaS businesses are also really hard to do. Don't get me wrong, but non software businesses. Um, as subscription, it's really hard to do. And so repeat helps you out with their plugin to try to incentivize uh, consumers to actually repeat their purchase. I don't want to be locked in necessarily into a subscription, if that makes sense. But what I love about Kim and her team, I've, I met her entire team and they're just fantastic people. They're starting to do a lot of events, pulling together like the LA community, went to one great company, awesome, me- like great message, like uh, also, obviously, super helpful and and really helping out brands, but also just like making these freaking cool events. You'll you'll certainly have we to come out to the next one. They show. have this. You should connect us. Yeah. Oh my gosh, you certainly do. I will 
I'll, I'll absolutely hit up uh, Kim. That's that, that's great. They feature a lot of companies that are all LA. Like at the last event, like what you were drinking, it was all like LA brands you were drinking cool. mostly, you know, I love and like that. what you were eating was all LA. So like it's they're just so great, her and her team at bringing together like the LA community. So you should absolutely have her on. She is fantastic. Hi, I'm Kirk Cushino, founder and CEO of Hype Life Brands. We're a progressive brand development and marketing agency specializing in working with lifestyle startups and challenger brands that want to connect with millennials. We are based in Oceanside. Well, so I started my agency in Kansas City um, in 2001. So this year is actually our 20th uh, anniversary. So I started in Kansas City, Missouri. That's where I was born and raised. Graduated from Mizzou in uh, Columbia, Mizzou Tigers. Uh, and then I expanded about seven or eight years into the business. I expanded and opened our second office in Los Angeles. And then I ended up relocating out there and spent another uh, like eight or nine. The timeline's a little foggy for me, but probably about eight or nine years um, in Los Angeles. Uh, and then basically relocated our, you know, shut down our KC office and made Southern California our headquarters, which was kind of always one of my ambitions and plans and um because we have a lot of clients on we've always had a lot of clients even when we were based in kansas city that were on the coasts so west and east but i tend to favor west more myself so that's how i shaped my journey we were in los angeles a couple different offices uh and then ended up coming down just south of orange county um to oceanside and and that's where we're based now so so it works out nice so i built hype life basically the first thing launched at the very end of my college career. But before that, I, I actually had a record label. And so I had a record label from since I was a, a teenager and put out music of bands I was in, started putting out friends, bands and acts, and then doing like college radio promotion and investing money in those bands. And then, you know, they would play and we'd get them charting and all that good stuff. And so, I always thought it would be cool to have a production, kind of like a, a centralized in-house like production company. So really it was more than that record label. It was sort of like a record label and then like this creative design tech side. So all things I was interested in and passionate about to this day. So that way that the, the musicians and the artists could be well-branded, well-packaged, you know, put together, managed, all that stuff was sort of in-house. And so as I moved through my, my teen years and on into uh, college, eventually I decided to break those two things apart. And so I broke the record label off really as its own, just, just standalone record label. And then the other side, because I started getting, as an entrepreneur myself, I started getting hired for these different web and design and you know posters and flash animation. Um, I did, and then we, my team, as I started to hire people, did like a lot of award-winning flash animation stuff and like heavy programming and cool effects and you'd move your mouse around and something would happen like with a flower for example so you know we we split those two things apart and basically when i did that in 2001 that launched the the design and the creative and that tech side which has become to this day which is hype life and that's really how i started that Hi, my name is John Jung with Brickwork, the co-founder 
and we provide housing solutions. We're based out of downtown Los Angeles. Yeah, I think it just made it more so with the pandemic that we have to appreciate these experiences more, but it doesn't have to be kind of that like, oh, we're networking to network, but there's no real conversations or connections being made. Um, I love that idea is having a private dinner party where you could control how many guests there are and you have more kind of intimacy, but that's kind of what connection is, right? Like not not in a romantic sense, but like, well, you know, we all have empathy and we kind of want to hear each other's backgrounds and stories and naturally allow an organic connection to happen. And I think that's what LA uh, was missing before and would love to hear more about those. Absolutely. For sure. How many people are on the Brickwork team? We're on WeFunder. We're crowdfunding our seed round and we just hit our minimum target. Uh, nice. So, Congrats. Y- yeah, thank you so much. And so, you know, we just hired three new team members last week. I was just super busy onboarding them. We were interviewing for another one. Before that, it was me and my partner. And what we did was we had a bunch of interns from USC and UCLA studying architecture or geodesign or urban planning. And so we've always kind of leveraged uh, interns to help us. And of course, we have the Brickwork team. But uh, for us, we've always had part-time. We never had anyone full-time and to be able to do so has been great because I think at this point we can like really start to uh, scale and we we haven't been uh, uh, previously so I'd love to talk a little bit more about sourcing talent specifically interns because it's something that hasn't come up a lot on the podcast and it's important how would an LA startup go about connecting with USC and UCLA and the other universities in order to uh, staff interns as well Yeah. So in California, um, they have to be W-2 and they are part-time paid interns. But what our strategy was, was um, really looking for the background and the pedigree. And even we had some universities in mind just because, you know, uh, unlike just business administration or something um, more uh, general like that, we're very hyper-focused on who has a background in architecture, urban planning, or even GIS and geo design. So we were able to kind of, you know, network with them directly on LinkedIn. And that's been our kind of platform uh, where, where we connect, we, we, we uh, message them about the opportunity, and then we pull them off there into a Zoom interview. And that's really how we've been sourcing uh, our interns. And were they able to get college credit for working with you? Yeah. So um, we've had um, an intern, we still do, that is getting full financial aid. And so they're very limited in the amount of hours to work. And so it wasn't for credit. This was more along the lines of they wanted the experience. And we were a startup that was really in line with what they're studying, specifically with geodesign and urban planning. And so, um, you know, I think for them, it was an opportunity more so than getting paid was really uh, starting to learn land use more so than in the class. So they really um, were open to this opportunity and and we didn't have kind of a lack of of candidates uh, that way. But yeah, uh, across the board, it wasn't necessarily for uh, academic credit. It was more of uh, that they had anywhere from 10 to 15 hours a week even though they were full-time, that they were willing to work. And of course, we were super flexible on when they could log in. A lot of them also uh, were doing so on the weekend. So we made our the work that they were helping us be when they're able to log in versus having a set schedule with us. 
The We Are LA Tech podcast is hosted and produced by me, Esprit Devora, With help from Janice Geronimo. Edited by Corey Jennings. Production and voiceover by Adam Carroll. Music from Jay Huffman Live and Epidemic Sound. The We Are LA Tech podcast is a wearetech.fm production.